0: Hey there, I'm Jay Renee, and welcome to New Beauty with Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We didn't take the traditional path in life, but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world, with the power to help people transform their lives every day. Yes, there are those that try to convince us that our industry is vain and it's superficial, But we prove them wrong every day because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart. So don't let our good looks fool you. Because we didn't take the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective. Because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? It's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business, but make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress-up. We're the creatives, the loud ones, we're the weirdos, the ones who don't listen, the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the way open for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits, we're troublemakers and showstoppers, we're beauty rebels, and don't forget, we're pretty. Smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty business insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing, and it's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented in the world. So, here you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions? Would like to be featured? looking for a speaker for your next event, contact me through my website at jrenee.com. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, review it, and rate it, and send me an email at any time to give me some feedback. So let's get started on today's episode. So let's get started on today's episode. This is an interview from 2014 with me on the bright side with Technisha Morning Show.
1: And things just kind of took off from there.
2: Now, see, that's a good thing because a lot of people don't feel they don't have that that same attitude about it. It's very it's very hard, especially with our young girls and all the pressure that really these teenagers get in the media, telling you're not pretty enough if you're this certain size or this certain weight, and that's not good on their com- complex as growing up. So, what what advice would you have for those teens out there, Jay? You know, with, with, what advice that I would have for those
1: teams and also women as well? Because sometimes we, we may miss it. You know, we may not have someone
2: uh, that will tell us. You that. can't say one thing and then you contradict that and you're doing another one. Oh, you're fine. And and then also you're putting them on the salad because you, you're thinking maybe they're too big or something like that. That story. It's okay to want the next size. But also building up their confidence is one thing that teenagers need to have because we have so much cyberbullying coming through our computers. We have it in the school system. So we as adults have to start encouraging these children as well. Now, um, as far as it goes, Jay, how does the beauty industry affect everyone?
1: Well, the beauty affects everyone because they're really, with the exception of babies, there's probably very few people who who do not get haircuts. Do not get any kind of hair services they don't get any kind of cosmetics or who do not purchase any sort of beauty products so most people fall in that category they're getting some sort of hair service they're buying or they're purchasing cosmetics or they're purchasing some sort of beauty products and so the beauty industry encompasses all of that so people just about everywhere are being affected by this industry in some sort of way we're all
2: connected. The beauty industry has its its hands in, in, in so much. Yeah, that's a good thing because you're right. It's hard. It is, especially when you're trying to afford a nice hairdo. And the way things cost when you go to the hair salon, you're looking at about $65 for a and set, 85 mm-hmm. for just to relax. And it's like, wait a minute, I I don't have the money for it. And that's what I like about Jose Feed the Hungry because that's what they do for most people. They'll end up washing their hair. Mm-hmm. Doing their nails or something, you know, making people feel mm-hmm. beautiful, but at the same time, you're not charging them an arm and a leg for it. That's
1: right, and it's it's very important to make sure that you have services that are accessible. And in terms of programs and nonprofits that are addressing the needs of people, they're realizing that the way that someone looks can affect their physiology, it can affect how they feel about themselves, it can in fact affect their health. If someone is not happy with their looks, or for some reason they're they're down on their luck, you know, for someone right. to offer a free haircut or service and 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 dress someone up that's you know having a rough time, it could mean the difference between them getting a job or not. So that they can really have an effect on that person's livelihood. So those programs are really fantastic, and they're really making a difference in in the
2: community. Well, good that you're going out about and doing this for other people. That's that's well um, deserved a compliment, and and I commend you for doing that because so many people, like I said, it's hard. And and I could imagine that could build down on your health too because you start getting stressed when you're not looking good. That's, that leads to all sorts of health issues. Yeah, I, I could see that point of view. Now, That's Jay, brilliant. as far as it comes, what is personal presentation power? and How do we use it?
1: So the personal presentation kind of um, coincides with what we were just talking about. Your personal yes, presentation ma'am. is how you present yourself to others on the outside world, and it includes okay. your hair. It includes, includes grooming, your dress, your body language, etc. And this is how the world kind of receives us. So, on one hand, if you have someone who's well well groomed who's well dressed and they 're confident in themselves they're going to be received that way by the world now, for instance, if you have someone that's you know maybe down on their luck you know they're they just got laid off you know their their hair is not the way that they want it to be they don 't have a suit that fits them well if they were to both go in to get a job interview chances are the person who's confident who has these things kind of pulled together will have an advantage over the other person who may be down on their luck. So what I really am trying to um, help teach people is about this what I call personal presentation power and that will help people to kind of understand the power that their, their dress, their grooming can have on allowing them to further enhance their lives by getting a job or being able to get a pay raise by basically helping them feel confident in themselves by addressing those um, various areas.
2: Okay. Okay. Now, what is the biggest lesson that other industries can learn from the beauty industry?
1: Wow, there is a few. I think the biggest lesson that other industries can learn from the beauty industry is the importance of building relationships. You know, in business, sometimes we can get so caught up and making sure that we make a sale that we forget that in order to make that sale or to do business with these people that they need to like us and they need to trust us first. And also that without our clients, Or customers, there is no business. And the beauty industry is really great with getting to know people and building trust and building relationships. And that's what business is all about. I think sometimes things get so big and the person feels lost when they're, you know, trying to get some sort of service. But the beauty industry is really great with building and expanding those relationships, and that's really important, I believe.
2: Right, it is. That should be a main factor. Now, as far as it goes, Jay, now, we do. We see more and more celebrities are getting involved in the beauty industry. Oh, know. yeah. The commercials, Bivica A. Fox, they talk about all the proactive or even the makeup that black people can wear for their skin. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely look at those. Now, why, why is that, that they're getting more involved?
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, it's the beauty industry is a huge, huge industry. It's an over $43 billion industry. And I believe that these people, they're very smart people, and they're looking for smart investments. And the thing about the beauty industry is that compared to other industries, it's fairly recession-proof. You know, we may skimp on plenty of things when times get short. But we'll make sure that, you know, we, we can have our hair done or we make it, we can make sure that we have our powder, we have our mascara, these things that make us feel good even when times are bad. Because when times may not be so great, it's important for us to feel good. And celebrities and other people are, are recognizing that fact, and they're willing to get involved with this industry because it's just always expanding. And like I said, it's fairly recession-proof compared to other industries and other businesses.
2: Why? Now, what would you, what do you say to those who believe that maybe the beauty industry makes people feel bad about themselves for a profit?
1: Now, I, I get that question a lot, and while I cannot tell people, you know, how to feel or how they process things, what I knew, what I do know is that the beauty industry's purpose is to make people feel good about themselves. It's not here to pick people apart or to say that they aren't good enough. We are here to confirm the right that everyone has the right to feel special if we can help you and if we can help you find something at least one thing that you can be proud about and help you highlight that We've done our job. You know, I'm a licensed professional, and when I specialize in wigs and weaves and hair extensions and prosthetic hair pieces. If I could find one thing to help a woman or a man feel good about themselves, then I've done my job. You know, there's so many products and there's so many services and things that are out there that it can be overwhelming, and sometimes we could probably feel the pressure to get all of these things but if we could find one thing, if we can help someone celebrate one part of themselves that they love, then we've done our job. So I think sometimes it could be a case of information overload and making people feel feel that way. But the beauty industry, that's not our purpose. We're really here to make people feel good about themselves and to enhance their, their, their
2: natural beauty. Right and that's all we need If somebody could just take that one little hope and make everybody feel good. Because when you can make somebody feel good, that makes you feel good. I mean, I like to see people smile and everything. And it's sometimes, you know, even going farther, it's sad when we have so much of the insurance sometime on our job and we let ourselves go. Like that's for right. Instance, I see a lot, for instance, I see a lot of our black people, Jay, who, who don't go to the dentist as much. And I'm like, dude, you got the insurance. Take care of mm-hmm. your teeth. That's the most one thing about me. I love to take care of my smile because I think a smile makes makes my whole day feel better. If I don't brush Absolutely. my teeth, then, I'll be like, oh, Lord, my whole, I'll be feeling like I'm lost. I did it one time. I forgot to brush my teeth. I mm-hmm. went straight to the gift stop at my job at the Marriott, and I went have bought a super toothpaste, because that's what makes me. Now, my hair is supposed to go. Yeah, my, my hair needs to be down right now, but I, I I like my hair because, for one, it is thick. I love that about mm-hmm. my hair, so it really doesn't bother me if it's not done because I'd be like, it's mine, it's real, so oh, right. I love it. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as going, with my teeth and my hygiene, if that's not taken care of, I'd be like, oh, I feel lost, like- so I feel like, yeah, you know, that's that's the main thing about when it comes to beauty, the hygiene and everything mm-hmm. falls in place. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's very important, like you said, from your teeth.
1: And like you said, a smile can change everything. You know, everything is, you, when you smile at someone, it can influence their whole day, and it's positive, and it's sending out right. positive vibes, and it's contagious. And so everything, you smile at someone else, and it brightens their whole day, and everyone's day becomes brighter and better because of that one smile. It's so powerful, it's, and it's so contagious. It's fantastic. That's a great point.
2: Right. So what do you think the beauty industry is heading now, Jay? Well I
1: like I said the, the industry is so incredibly diverse and it's huge. And I believe it's only going to grow. I mean, if anything, I think it's gonna be more uh get more specialized. Um some professionals like myself, I think they're gonna kind of focus on certain niche areas and become more yeah. informed about them and kind of drill down. And I think that product companies will, will be able to do that. As well, And I'm really excited for, um, for these companies that are having a lot of products, especially for African-American women <clears throat> and women of color, you know, that we have so many products now that we didn't have even 10 or 15 years ago. You know, we have all these wonderful products for natural hair, you know, um, cosmetics and makeup that actually works for our skin tone. It's, it's come so far, and I think it's just only going to grow more and become more inclusive. And I think that there's going to be a huge shift between, like you mentioned, before, that pressure to kind of make people kind of feel bad about themselves or, you know, to make people feel that they can't measure up to something where people are understanding, hey, if I could find one thing, it's about being inclusive and making people feel more about themselves. I think we're really going to head in that direction to really encourage oh,
2: people. Absolutely. Right. Great. Now, speaking on that, that brings me to the next question. In what ways can find the right style maybe help a teenager feel good about themselves because certain styles, they have so much out here. I see the guys, they work. Most of these guys are going back to the box haircut. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very
1: important. It's very important for for a child, especially a young girl, to find a style that works for her because just like in my case, if something goes wrong, if you're not happy with the way that you look or something is wrong, you know, and like you said, there's so many kids that are being bullied for all these different reasons. You know, if you can make someone feel good about themselves, they can handle other things. You know, but if at at the core they look at themselves and they're not happy. You know, their hair, you know, is, is broken off or, you know, it's it's a bad haircut or something. Now I'm not talking about, you know, someone who's you know, saying, well, mom, I need, you know, $800 extensions or this hair color. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a a simple, just basic, well, good grooming and good styling that it will mean the difference between a kid having possibly on a roll or not. It'll mean the difference between whether a kid or young girl wants to wake up and go to school or not, because you can feel so bad about yourself that you don't want to go out that door because people are going to tease you because your hair is not, it's not well-groomed or it's dirty or, or something. Something in it. We really need parents to really be more supportive and to take a role in the lives of their young girls because if they don't feel like getting out there and, going, you know, getting on the bus because people are teasing them, you know, God forbid they decide that they stop going to school or they're skipping school. So we need to make sure that they feel comfortable and that we protect them and that we give them all the resources they need so these girls can get to school and graduate and go to college because it can mean the difference between, you know,
2: graduating
1: or going to college or not.
2: Right, and and I do agree with that. And it really doesn't even matter if you're if you're underweight, overweight, short, tall, or whatever. When you have a hairstyle, you just feel confident right then and there. And it's all about it is. It's all about the hairstyle. Just like when I was growing up, it was so much about just having on name brand clothes or just having mm-hmm. on a fresh pair of name brand shoes. You know, so I I do understand that when you have that hairdo, it makes you feel so much better. And and we do, we have to target our teams because these our teams are being targeted every day Absolutely. and the media doesn't make it the media doesn't make it any better, Jay. That's I, right. I turn to it, and i was like, really, you just you just really They their self esteem. Every time you look at these dark commercials and, mm-hmm. and you gotta look this way. You gotta be a size two to fit come mm-hmm. on.
1: That's right.
2: Really? They you have to you power have power to support them. Right, having them anorex and everything, you us know, throwing up in the bathroom to look perfect. Cause That's the media right. got you. They got this image in in mm-hmm. their head, thinking you don't look this way, you're not acceptable. No. That's right. Um, That's right. Right. Now, what impact does the beauty industry have on us today? Like I said before, the the, the
1: beauty industry just has a huge impact on the. Everything. So let's look at it from this example. We see certain celebrities on on the television. We see politicians in our local neighborhoods, and when the, it's election season, you know, we see them there. There's a hairstylist or a team that's behind all of all of those people. You know, the beauty industry. Everywhere you look, you know, the beauty industry is there. You know, you can look at a little kid who just has, has gotten his first haircut. You know, and the beauty industry's there. You can look at you know someone who's selling. One of these, like Avon or Mary Kay, you know, they're making an income off of the beauty industry and those those products. You know, it, it it's it just weaves into the lives of every single thing. You know, it's it's always there, and it's very interesting because there's so many people, um, and a lot of men. They say, oh well, the beauty industry, I don't beauty, I don't have anything to do with that. Well, you know, it's kind of a generic word because if you go to a haircut or you go to a barber shop, that's a part of a, a part of this industry. So it really, right. it really affects just about everyone.
2: Right. It is. Um, now, why do we make a pin when we maybe look at someone's hair? Cause I I get that a lot. I came into work one day and my hair just wasn't to people's standards. And they was like, oh, you must have went swimming. I was like, why, why do we, why do we make the assumption that I went swimming mm-hmm. because of my hair? Or you must be off. No, I'm not off. It's just, I, it's just one of them days I just didn't do my hair and I'm getting it done, but people concern themselves with such this fashion. If you don't have your hair done, like, oh, it's the end of the world. Right.
1: And, you know, and that's really disheartening because I think it comes, that comes from people not feeling well enough about themselves that they need to say something negative to someone else to make themselves feel better. And and it's really ugly because beauty or the beauty industry is not about the latest trend. It's not about, you know, the latest this or that. If you can get up and put your hair back into a ponytail or you can have it wet and wavy, however it is, as long as you feel good about yourself, that's beautiful. That's strong for someone to to concern themselves and to say something in a negative way really really has more to do with that person than than you or your hairstyle and what they are really saying to you is "I'm happy with myself, and I need to make myself feel better by degrading you in some way and that's really unfortunate because Why? all they're really doing is degrading themselves
2: as well right down yeah, and that's and that's sad, and we should be uplifting ourselves. That's right. Now, we're going to take a short commercial break, and we're going to be back with Jay. And if you have any questions for her, if you want some more beauty tips, do call in at 347-426-3751. All right. We're back with Jay on the air, and she's giving us all the techniques to tip fabulous to build up your self-confidence because we know, child, we all have been there, done it, and we're still doing it. Now, Jay, can your hair prevent someone from being bullied?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Your hair can prevent you from being bullied and, and giving you that confidence. And like I said, with the um, with the instance with dealing with young girls, if you feel good about yourself, it's harder for someone. To come to you and make you feel bad. It's harder for someone to, to to tease you. It's it's harder for them to make you feel bad about yourself. And of course, parental parental involvement is also crucial because we need to be preparing our children um, and and build help building their self-esteem and letting them know that. Unfortunately, in the world we live in, there are people who don't feel good about themselves. There are people who may be envious. They may be jealous or they're just hurt inside because we've all heard the phrase, hurt people hurt people. And so we need to let them know that. You know you're beautiful. Do you feel good about yourself? And when they say yes, say that's all you need to know. And if someone comes to you and they say, "Oh my gosh, look at your shoes. Oh my gosh, look at you. You're too big," or whatever, they come to you and say, know that that has nothing to do with you. Know that it has something to do with them, and there's a problem there. But really, it goes back to this confidence thing. When you when you're feeling good, it's hard for someone to come up to you and 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 knock you off of there. You know especially when you when you're firm in it and you understand what it's about, you understand that that this bullying thing really comes from a deep sense of insecurity you you make it hard for people to take your power away from you
2: right, but I don't know I didn't have a problem with the hairstyle. I think it was just my main problem was just being small mhm and, and I got bullied for that or just not having on the right gear or something like that,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I would get bullied. But my, I never had the problems with the hair. Mm-hmm. So and I and know. I think it all goes
1: back. I, I think it all goes back, all
2: the same thing, absolutely. Right. I think times just really changing, though. I mean, they're going farther and farther with the bullying on certain things now. So, um, so Jay, when it comes to your job, what what do you love the most about it?
1: Oh, my gosh. I love everything about my job, even being able to speak with you today. But I I really love allowing people to understand how really far-reaching and how deep this beauty industry is and the power of it. I really enjoy giving someone the strength and the power that they've never had before. Like I work with – industry professionals and students, and I I really drive home a message to them where I say beauty industry professionals, they have some of the most powerful hands in the world, and when I say that, I mean that if you look behind some of the most powerful people in the world, there's a team behind them, and in that team, there's always a beauty industry professional that's preparing them for their part in running the world, whether it's the president, whether it's, you know, some of these celebrities or journalists, you know that that we look for that we um that we listen to on the on the television you, you know it, I just really enjoy surprising people and making them think in ways about the beauty industry that they really haven't had before and I just I just enjoy speaking I enjoy just helping and especially when I look at little girls and little kids and and they understand you know, and I I often tell them kind of my story about my <laughs> tragic hairstyle, which <laughs> was a Jerry curl gone wrong, and they get that, and they get that, and and I love relating and helping <clears throat> transform people's lives by just re- relating and sharing my love for for the industry as a whole.
2: Right, I, I, and it's got to be it's got to be fulfilling just to bring that smile on someone's faces we had discussed earlier. Now, when it comes to saving money, what are some ways that consumers can save the money on professional hair and beauty services?
1: Oh, absolutely, and, and this is really big. Um, these one of the one of the best ways to save money is to when you are able to go to the salon to get your color or get your haircuts. You want to make sure that you're seeing a stylist that's going to teach you how to maintain your styles at home. If you're getting color, you want to make sure that the shampoo and the conditioner that you're using and the products that you're using are for color-treated hair because you don't want to spend $65 or so on hair color and then one or two weeks your hair color is it's dull and you, you need to get it redone already. So you want to be able to, to save money by extending that color. If you're getting a haircut or if you're getting a wash and set, you want to be sure that you have a stylist that's going to take that time and say, okay. This is what we're going to do. When you go to bed, this is how you're going to wrap your hair or tie your hair. These are the products that you're going to use. When your hair gets longer, this is another style that you could wear it in until you're able to come back. So one of the best ways for people to save money is to make sure that they have a great stylist when they're able to go. To, um, to go. Make sure that they are instructing them on how to extend those styles while they're at home. Another thing that they, that you can do is to get some of these um, professional hair magazines, sophisticated hair and modern salon, some things, like, some magazines such as that, um, and look at check out some of the beauty blogs. There's so many um, how-to columns and videos that you can see to look at. Okay, how can I try this haircut at home? Um, how can I try this makeup at home? How can how can I try to apply this color at home? there's so much literature and there's so many resources that you can use my only thing is to make sure that before you do anything at home to save money that you just educate yourself because you can save money on the types of color on on your products um on on, on pretty much everything but the biggest thing for me is to make sure that you're understanding how to extend the life of your services um, and if you're doing services at home, that you make sure that you pick up one of these magazines, or that you check out one of these blogs to look at the how-to, and you have make sure that you have all the steps, you take all the precautions, and if you do not understand what you're doing,
2: that you that you get some help. Okay, because it it does cost when you're trying to get to a certain perfection. Now yes, it it costs I, a lot. It does. Now, Jay, what advice would you give someone looking to be a beauty entrepreneur?
1: Well, first of all, I would I would just smile and I would just welcome them into the fold because, you know, it, it takes a special person to come into this to come into this industry and and we're artists, you know, and and everything is art. What you're doing with the, the, your radio and your career, it's it's all art because we're taking our our skills and our talents and it's coming from nothing but an idea. And it's, it's blossoming into something beautiful. So first, I would welcome them. Then I would encourage them to look for a reputable uh, beauty school. It's very, very important that you get your license. Um, there are there's sometimes people that figure, oh, I'm just not going to get my license. I'll just do this or I'll work for so-and-so. But in order to be really effective in this industry, you need to make sure that you take that time. You can go full-time for about 10 months depending on where you are. Um, or to get a barber's license, well, t- 12 months for cosmetology in most places and about 9 or 10 months for barber. Um, and if it's night school, maybe 18 to 24 months, depending on where you go. But it's very, very crucial that you take the time to build that foundation and to get your license. Um, another thing that I would really encourage them to do is get connected. Um, join professional beauty organizations. That they attend some of these beauty beauty shows that are, I mean, the beauty industry is so huge. There's probably one major beauty show or convention every month in some somewhere in the country. I urge them to get connected and open their open their minds because it's not just about hair or makeup or spa services. You know, I want I encourage them to look at many different ways that they can focus in their career because they don't have to focus it in one direction. So get your license, um, make sure that you stay connected, join a professional organization, and uh, attend events, and find a mentor. Find a mentor, some someone who's willing to help you, even just to answer some of your questions. Because unfortunately, in most industries where it's competitive, it can be hard to find someone that's going to help you along Because, you know, sometimes that whole scarcity mentality comes in with people and they are afraid that if I help you, then you're going to take what's for me. And, you know, I I just believe that that's impossible. You know, there's nothing but abundance. And I believe that if I help someone, you know, then everything is just increased. So find a mentor, stay connected, join a professional organization, and get your license. Those are the top things that I would recommend.
2: All right. Yeah, definitely have those licenses because I was in a beauty shop one time and the health department came through, or the inspector came through, and mm-hmm. he was finding most of the beauticians for not having their license, so I agree with Jay on that 100%. Make sure you're not doing it under, on the low, down low, or whatever you want to call it, have your license, because if you tend to miss somebody's hair, then that's, right. that's a bad thing, and then, first of all, I'm not going to have you doing my hair, and you don't have a license, that's, well, that's right. another thing, not just- so- Absolutely. And it's
1: not just about the hair colors and things, but you're dealing with chemicals. And the whole reason you're right. in school is because you're learning about these chemicals and how it affects the hair. You're learning about the body. You're learning, you know, phys- you're learning physical attributes. You're learning how the the structure of the hair, the scalp of the skin. You are you know, you're learning things that you need. And for people not to go through that process and then to work with these chemicals, it can be really, really dangerous. And that's why we we need to make sure that we stay um, stay regulated and and make sure that we encourage those professionals to get their license, to protect our consumers
2: and our clients. Protect yourself. Okay, everybody now going to the, what's that, the Empire, Beauty, Beauty Empire School. I, mm-hmm. I think I got to talk, but that's most of where a lot of my girlfriends, they're going now to learn how to do hair.
1: Oh, yeah. Empire, is it's a great school. They have a fantastic network.
2: Oh, yeah, they do. And, and just go in for the right reasons, because as we, as Jay and I were saying, they give us this crap, but, and we fall for it. We do. We fall for it every time we go right. We get sucked into it, this world of yeah. – there, it's all about self-complex. Sometimes these people are not as happy as they want to be, so they target mm-hmm. certain people to make them feel bad. So if you're going in for it, make sure you're going in for the right reasons. And not that's right. all the wrong reasons. Just do your research as Jay said. Have yourself down pat. Make sure you're definitely licensed. And and you will be good to go. But you gotta have confidence in yourself. And it's all about self love. And I think as most people get confused, we think self love means pampering ourselves and that's not what it is. Pampering yourself is totally something different. Self love okay. means you're willing to go deeper in you, have love for God, all that all that surrounds with self love. So and I think that what makes us a beautiful person, too, because you could be beautiful, Jay, and we all know this, and we have seen it for ourselves. You could be beautiful on the outside and have a stink attitude on the inside.
1: That's right. That's
2: right. (laughs) You'd be like, really? She's gorgeous, but dang, your attitude just not working. Uh Uh-uh. Okay, now speaking of all the beauty that we have been talking about, how do the effects of the beauty industry on society differ from the U.S. amongst other countries? Well, it's, it's, it differs in
1: in a lot of ways because we see it so much. We see it on the television. We see it in so many forms of media, magazines. You know, it's one of the largest uh, industries, just as the, the fitness industry and the pharmaceutical industry. So anytime you have a big industry, you have um, people who are trying to um, get more consumers, who are trying to influence decisions and try to influence how people are thinking and behaving. So I think in in this country, it's really big because we see it everywhere, and at the same time, we don't always want to have an on- honest conversation about it you know we, it's It's kind of taboo for us to talk about beauty because on the surface, most people think oh it's it's so superficial, but we're not talking about physical beauty or th- the aspect of it we're talking about the 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 industry itself, and we're talking about basically about confidence and about self love and self worth you know and and being able to express yourself. The way that you want to express yourself because that's primarily what it's about, in other countries they don't really always see it um in as much as we do it's not always commercialized as much um in some of these emerging countries it is like in india it's really um it's really becoming more um more we they're seeing it more there in, in China as well and one of the things that um that's really uh, big and like we, we we may in this country feel that we have issues with um with 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 color and or hair or um age you know we're kind of obsessed with all these different things and in other countries their main thing is sometimes colorism india you know and in africa you know there's these countries that where women are spending you know billions of dollars on skin lightening products and bleaching products and they are literally killing themselves uh because that's what they see that's what they see. I don't think that they see as much of a variety of things as we see here, but what they see and what they interpret from uh, the Western world and, and other places is that, you know, this color thing, and that's what they become fixated on. And that's why it's it's really important to, um, to, to love yourself and to understand yourself. And I always encourage um, people to read. Read about their history. Read about, you know, Everything and anything that if you have a question about something or why something is the way that it is, you know, I always encourage people to read about it and the history of it and how things came to be because that's kind of a way that we're able to combat all these
2: messages that we get from all these different areas. Right, because they have so much on the Internet. You could do your own research now. You don't have to get misled. That's right. Absolutely. The, the Internet is a fantastic tool
1: because it, it can be a great time waster or it can be a great just, you know, just a <laughs> way to open your eyes. There's nothing that you can't research. you know. And we're lucky. And that's something that's different here because in other countries and other places around the world, they don't have their Internet is not active. They don't they don't have the freedom to just research and to look up Why? things, you know, like we have here. So we have a, a lot of a lot of power here to to get a full understanding of why things are the way that they are, and that we have power to combat some of these um, some of these, these negative messages and some of the um, you know some of the ne- negative
2: connotations that we see going on. Right, you are so right about that, and we have to take advantage of it. Absolutely. So, as far as it goes with beauty taking over and mostly schools taking over our teens. What effect has beauty taken on in the workplace?
1: You know, beauty is something because it's, it's always been there, especially in um, big companies in corporate America. You know, these places, they have budgets. You know, they're spending big, big dollars to make sure that their CEOs and their leadership teams are being um, held in a high regard. And that kind of has a little bit to do with the personal presentation power that I was speaking about before because they understand <laughs> how how to get people to kind of treat their, their management and their CEOs the way they want them to be treated. They want them to, uh, to 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 want to become where they are. They want to have those people work hard. I want to work hard so I can be like the boss. So they're, they're making sure that they have these great suits. They're well-groomed. If they're women, they have great suits. You know, they have a budget for this. You know, they, these are expenses for them, but they understand it. They get it. The same with celebrities, the same with politicians. They get it, and they understand it. So it's, it's always been there. But, see, it's, it's such a huge difference be, between who gets ahead and who doesn't. Of course, there are other factors involved there, but what we never really talk about it's the value of pulling yourself together and presenting yourself just like if you're going to work and you're going to give a presentation you know, to your, your, you know, your boss or to your group to kind of sell something. When you're going to work, your, your presentation is yourself. You're putting yourself together because you're selling yourself, you know, on that position. And so that's something that we really don't talk about. And in today's world where we have a lot of casual Fridays and everyone that's dressing down, the person who's getting noticed is the person who's taking extra time to think about, okay, how do I want them to treat me? and then they dress accordingly or they put their presentations together accordingly and it's always been that way but unfortunately sometimes now in in the workplace it's it's a lot more casual but you won't find it like that in these bigger companies because they understand the power of
2: dressing for success right and it does it plays a, it does play a major part sometimes and 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 it's not that you should have to go to work looking sexy or looking, looking like Denzel Washington, but appearance matters, especially right. in my line of work, working as a waitress. It matters. You want to go, because who wants someone going to their table looking a hot mess? Mhm, That's true. That's true. Wants your hair. And I mean, yeah, we like I said, we all do have our bad hair days and everything, but at the same time, appearance matters because people are looking at you like, okay, Mm-hmm. Well, she looks this way. I don't know. And usually we do get audit for that. they looking That's at right. your uniform. they look at how you well-groomed. And they take off points, and it's really sad because that is the main factor in their audit. Okay, is she looking well-groomed? It's her uniform together. So, yeah, That's beauty right. plays a major part in the work industry. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, Jay, before we get off the air, How can people actually go about finding you?
1: The best um, way for people to find me is to go onto my website. Uh, They they can send me emails um, from there or request me to speak at their schools. Um, I love sharing my information and my knowledge. Uh, One of the best things to do also is to go there. I have um, a free uh, consultation that I'm giving away to members of the beauty industry or people who are not members of the beauty industry who may have a question about personal presentation or hair tips or just confidence in general if they go to my website there's a box on the upper right hand side where they can enter their name and their email address and they'll be able to get a, a free consultation with me for what <laughs> and use it for whatever they need because i just really love to just just give back and and share my knowledge
2: with others that's the best way my website oh good now um i just want to ask this jay is is beauty becoming the new fit? You know, it beauty is
1: kind of the new sex, because, and I say it because it's kind of taboo. You know, it's one of those things that we see all the time, but we're not supposed to talk about it. You know, if you, if you look at magazines, com- uh, print magazine ads, or you look at commercials, or you look at these t- television shows, sex is just woven into that in so many places, but there really is not a conversation about it, and, and beauty is the same way. You see all these ads, you see all these products, you see all these things everywhere, but people, re- we really don't have a conversation about it. So, in, in in that terms, it's kind of it's kind of the same way. You see it everywhere, but
2: there's very little conversation about it. So, I do believe that it is in that way. Well, Jay, I really do appreciate you for sharing all your tips and your inspiration with us, and I hope women go out there, pamper yourself, look good. Take caution to whoever does your hair. <laughs> so enjoy your day. I like again, like I said before, Jay. Thank you for coming on the show. Of course, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome. You have a blessed one today. Thank you. Do the same.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. If you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. That's j-a-y-e. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, send me a direct message or private message on Instagram. Oh yeah, don't forget, you can get a free copy of my book, The Six-Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design by going to thesixfigurestylist.com. That's the six-figure stylist with the six, the number six. Join me next time. And remember, you and your clients are just one hand away from what you want. I'll talk to you next time.